0: It's time for Moment of Truth with David Moses.
1: Okay, welcome back to Moment of Truth. I'm your host, David Moses. You're listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa. 106.5 in Toronto, 95.7 in Ottawa. And of course, you can also be listening on the Radio Player Canada app. If you download the app and type in 106.5 ELMNTFM or 95.7 ELMNTFM, you could be listening anywhere you like, right across the country. On that app. I'd like to welcome uh, our second guest to the show, and it's a great pleasure that I I welcome her. Uh, I'm going to attempt to say her entire name. (laughs) Wasas Juanesquo, Blue Sky Woman. Did I get anywhere close to the correct pronunciation?
2: I mean, you got Blue Sky Woman (laughs) down
1: (laughs) pat. I'm glad I got that part right. You may know her so as, say, was,
2: sorry,
1: oh, sorry, you may know ahead. her as Isque, but uh, and she is on the line. Yes. So how do you say that?
2: It said, Waseskwan Iskweo.
1: Ah, Wasesquan Esquo. All right. Yep. Well, next time there I'll try go. and do better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for trying.
1: <laughs> you, you, you always try. Uh, it's all we can do. So, listen, Mm -hmm. uh, it's very exciting uh, that you're able to join us. You also have some great uh, new uh, dates coming up with your new album.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
2: album...
1: Oh, Yep, go ahead. Sorry.
2: I was just going to say the album came
1: out today. Yeah. That's so exciting. And uh, the other thing, if people are going to your dates, I want to make sure people know this, that if people get tickets to your two dates, uh, I don't know if it's going to continue, but uh, for November 14th in London and also the 16th in Hamilton, the Hammer, as we were talking about just a little while ago, that's Saturday, November 16th, and Thursday, November 14th in London, uh, at the Aeol- Aeolian Hall, is that how you say that, Dino?
2: Yeah, the Aeolian Aeolian Hall in London, and unfortunately the show in Hamilton was rescheduled. They had some scheduling conflicts, so they had to bump that one back to the new year.
1: Oh, that's too bad, but uh, okay. Mm. But uh, anyway, am I correct in saying that if people uh, buy tickets for the show in London, that uh, you also get a, a digital version of the CD, the album?
2: I believe that is correct.
1: Yeah. And uh, the new album. Now here we go again. Uh, I want to. Uh, I want to make sure um, and see if I could pronounce this. Aqua kosak. Aqua kosak. Atchakosak. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll get it right sooner or later. Um, <laughs> so listen. Congratulations on the new album. Thank you. And the other thing is, of course, here at Element FM, we are already playing a couple of the tracks that are on that CD, as you may know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. it's, it, uh, The Unforgotten, Unfor- as well as Little Star, I know there's two of the tracks we're playing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you knew uh, the new uh, video that has come out with this, of course, is Sweet Tuesday. Why don't we talk about that? Because that, uh, that song you wrote uh, in commemoration of a friend, I believe it's uh, is, is Jason? Jason Tuesday.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason Tuesday. Yeah, Jason was a, a a dear friend of mine, a kindred, and he had been battling cancer for quite some time. And that song is a song that I wrote about our last visit that we were able to share together before he made his way back to the sky. And it was it was one that it was really special. You know, it was full of emotion and 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 fear and sadness, but it was also full of love and, you know, like, the strength that you pull from the ones that you care about when you are feeling those kinds of stresses. I, you know, I don't know what he felt mm. in terms of the actual experience that he went through. Um, I only know the things that he, he shared and confided with me, but, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to send him off in a good way as best as I could, you know, I, mm. I think he was a really wonderful person to a lot of people, and um, yeah, he really left a left a mark with me.
1: So, why did you why did you feel it's important to to share that in the way that you did?
2: Well, I think that you know, for, for, from my end, it it was a tune about or a story about you know this. This really terrible thing, you know cancer is a very scary thing. we never know where it 's going to come where where it 's going to show its face, but there 's this beauty in the process of life, right We really celebrate the birth of yes. of new life, and I think it 's important to honor and celebrate the the passing of of that life back up to the sky as well and so for me, it was really important to to you know to share that share that um, celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, of his spirit and his life and all of the, you know, the, the wonderful things that he, the wonderful memories and stories that he left in his um,
1: in his wake. And of course, in, in, in you doing that, you wouldn't be alone because there's a lot of other, even though as it is about uh, uh, Tuesday, it's also, a, 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 it's a personal story from you, between you and him, but it's also something that other people can obviously uh, uh, um, identify with.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, the nice thing about art is people are able to pull what they need when they need from it, right? So whatever, whatever experiences people are able to relate to this story, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be able to express my own in, in those moments and, and hope it connects
1: to people. Yeah. No, the new album, uh, I understand you, uh, you had a chance to work with uh, some pretty cool people on this album. This is true.
2: You want to, it's you very want
1: to. true <laughs> can you tell us a little more about that <laughs>
2: um so this the single that came out today in launch of the album is called Night Danger, and this tune i was i co produced with Garth Richardson, who is an absolute legend he you know he produced the infamous rage against the machine record he's produced um, mother's milk for red hot, hot chili peppers and and you know, an endless list of other monumental tunes and records. And um, so the funny story is I had this song, which, you know, wound up being Night Danger. I had this song that I'd written years ago and I just sort of kept it in my back pocket. And as I was trying to, you know, find its place, I was mentioning to um, to some of my band members, I was like, wow, you know, like I have this song and, you know, it's, it feels like it would be a really good fit if I was able to work with somebody like, you know, whoever it was that produced that rage record. Cause like, to me, that was sort of the space that I wanted it to mm. occupy. And, you know, I had no idea who the pr- producer was. I just, that record was, <laughs> you, you know, one that really shaped me coming up. And, and I've, you know, over the years discovered that I feel like most people <laughs> that I've come across love that album. Mm. And, And so um, my guitar player was like, well, you know, it was actually produced by Garth Richardson, who is from from London and, you know, lives in BC now. And I'm like, oh, crazy, like small small world, right? Mm. And then um, shortly after that, I was having a meeting with my publishers and they were asking me what my next plans were, what I wanted to do and if I had any songs and song ideas or any, you know, goals or aspirations and like wish list in terms of people that I'd like to work with. And I'm like, well, funny you should ask. I have this song and I I heard that you know, there's a guy, Garth Richardson, who lives out in B.C. somewhere, and you know, like if I'm gonna dream for the, you know, dream for the stars, that would be that would be the person that I'd like to work with, and um, one of my publishers was like, oh. Garth, yeah, like he was over for dinner two nights ago. He's actually the one that set me and my husband up. And so they <laughs> they knew him well and just made it happen. And I'm like, well, look at what happens sometimes <laughs> when you ask the universe for for something, you just never know what you might uncover.
1: There you go. Um mm-hmm. so was it only that track that he worked on with you or was it the entire album or mm-hmm.
2: No, no, no. Just, just that tune. Uh-huh. Um, and then one of the others. So there, there were a couple of producers that I worked with. I worked with Garth on Night Danger. I worked with a gentleman named um, Greg Giesbrick on The Unforgotten. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the album was produced by Alex Mack, who also plays guitar in my band.
1: Cool. Yeah, Why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the members of your band? You have this electronic uh, backup uh, uh, players that, that accompany you, a four-piece, I believe.
2: Yeah, it's been evolving um recently. So we have we when we play shows it comes with a full production. And I, I guess it sort of depends on the scale of the show that we're doing. But generally we have guitars, drums, and like synth mm-hmm. bass and, and keys and whatnot. And then we've had a recent edition of this really cool electric violin that brings like all kinds of amazing textures and and, and sounds and whatnot as well, in addition to vocals and you know some of the um, electronics that run in the background and sometimes we have power singers and you know it it gets bigger and bigger depending on the show.
1: You know I've always thought that electric violin was one of those instruments that is underutilized because it has just such Mm -hmm. a variety and unless you, you talked about the textures it can bring for sure. Mhm. Um, yeah, exactly. You you also talked about your show and you know uh, the way your presentations uh, work in terms of of uh, of, uh, of an event. Uh, as you said, it's, uh, you sometimes have power power dancers. You have your electronic sounds, but you have you, you bring soundscapes, you bring uh, visuals, and uh, and mm-hmm. certainly very theatrical sort of a presentation. And and you do that because mm-hmm. you say you wanna you want to make people feel welcome. You want to people you want people to. Uh, it, it's a sort of a two way experience that you want to set up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I want people to feel like they're coming, almost like they're coming to the show as an individual, and they get to leave as a part of a community. Right? There's this sense of we're all in it together when we're there. I want people to experience, um, well, to have an experience.
1: Mm. Now, uh, um, has that come out of, do you think, uh, from your Indigenous heritage, the desire to have those elements involved with your presentation, other than just getting out and, you know, doing the tunes straight up? I I guess what what I'm wondering about is I really liked also the way you introduce yourself or uh, 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 address yourself as an artist who also happens to be Indigenous. Mm
2: -hmm. I think that's
1: something we need to get more and more towards saying.
2: Yeah, I, you know, it's it's easy for folks to pigeonhole us, mm-hmm. right? And it's easy for folks to impose their um, impressions and ideas on what type of art and what type of creators and storytellers and whatnot Indigenous people are. And to me, it's important to remind people that, um, you know, there's there's multiple things that make up who I am. And as an artist, I'm an artist first. Mm. And... Culture plays a part of that, and culture presents, or you know, is a part of the narrative and and those sorts of things. But um, you know, it's not the only thing that I do or that I am. There's there's all of these different elements that are that are, that are a part of it.
1: Right. Your background is uh, is part Cree.
2: Yeah, I'm Cree and, and Métis.
1: Right, and Métis. That's from your mum's side, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, you were adopted.
2: No. Oh, I grew up with my mom. Um, my mom got married when I was two, so okay. I have an adoptive family in that sense, but not, right. um, not like yes. adopted,
1: adopted. Right, right, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, can you tell us uh, how is the is the new album uh, influenced by the presentations and the, the pre- and the, the show itself that, that people will be seeing if it's a full production?
2: Sorry, can you ask that again?
1: yeah I'm just wondering how uh the new the new album the, with the new songs yeah. how is is it going to be any different from the stuff you've done in the past in terms of bringing those elements together visuals sounds you know dancers uh the full package mm-hmm. kind of thing, or is it kind of the same presentation or
2: no no it's a it's a constant evolution like everything is forever growing and, and expanding and and I add in additional. Additional elements all the time right like it's it's meant to be sort of its its own living breathing thing that grows and evolves and shifts and changes, so as an example, some of these shows um, will be incorporating additional elements of contemporary dance and the way things are projected uh, shifts and evolves and yeah okay so it's it's like a continuance from from Prior from the last record and from prior performances, everything is constantly right. growing.
1: Right. Yeah. And uh, I just want to let everyone know that you're listening to Element FM, and this is Moment of Truth. I'm your host, David Moses. My guest is Iskway and she has joined us on the phone kindly from uh, <laughs> the Hammer, as it is called uh, by many, <laughs> or Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, now, she did have a, a gig coming up in Hamilton uh, at uh, the at a church and. Uh, it has been postponed, so I want everyone to, to know that. And uh, she was saying that it's, it's actually going to be now into the new year, but that was at the New Vision United Church. Now, I'm just, I'm just wondering, is, have you performed there before? Are you familiar with the church?
2: I'm familiar with it, but I haven't performed there, no.
1: Because um, I was really excited to ask you if you were going to incorporate uh, that. If it's the church I'm thinking of, it has a huge mm-hmm. church organ that could just rock the place. I don't know if that's yeah. A... I,
2: I'm not sure. That's good to know, though. I'll, I'll definitely look into that. <laughs> right.
1: And you know, I really love the poster that you've got going for this uh, Supercrawl Presents kind of thing. It's uh, it was it was ah, pretty thank cool. You. It's, yeah. Can you it's, talk a little uh, bit about the, the that side of of your of your your artwork and and how you come up with the ideas and who works with you on that?
2: Yeah. So my my artistic director's name is Sarah Legault, and she is the Artist and editor from the video for Little Star, which was a stop motion animation, and she's since come on. You know, we—it's it, like this little bit of magic that just sparked between us in terms of creativity and and where we want to take these images and and the stories that are told in these images because they they contain a lot of symbolism, and so finding finding somebody who understood and appreciated and and you know loves the you know, the the art of symbol the art of symbolism was, was wonderful. Um, so the artwork for the record. So first of all, achikosuk is the word for the stars in Cree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share the you know, as I'm as I'm constantly learning more about our traditional stories and the Cree language, I'm I'm wanting to share as I go, as I'm learning as well, because I think number one, it's important for us to feel confident and comfortable in the fact that we don't all know everything about where we come from and, and our history or not our history sorry, but our, our cultural connections and our connection to language because that was something as, as many of us know was you know the first to be attacked and and so for me, in bringing these elements into the narrative and into the artwork, I'm trying to you know bring it back to bring it back to these stories. So th- this one in particular, the, the story of the stars is, is that, in, you know, in Creek culture, we're taught we're descendants of the star people. And so when you look up in the sky and you see falling stars, you're seeing the movement of spirit between the walking in the sky world. And on the album artwork, you'll see there are over 1,200 stars to commemorate, um, you know, sort of that arbitrary number at least, that was given to or associated with uh missing and murdered indigenous women. Now again of course we mm. know there are many more than than just 1200 but it's meant to you know to commemorate um the ones that have ventured back up into the sky. Mm. And you'll also see that I'm you know um that I'm there my name is is representative of the sky as well blue sky woman and and I'm standing on the Blue Crescent Moon, which in the moon teachings is the thirteenth moon, the final moon of the you know lunar calendar, and it's a, a moon of healing or it symbolizes healing and growth and and you know sort of movement in that sense. so I wanted to you know be able to pull these different. Stories and, and teachings into the artwork as well, so that when people are seeing it, they're seeing art and they're seeing beauty. But you know, then they're, we're able to learn together about where it comes from and what it means and symbolizes.
1: Excellent. I appreciate you uh, sharing that. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned the uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women, uh, and, and I'm, I think that uh, when when Tina Fontaine uh, went missing, that came out. That, that's something that I think hit you. Um, Fairly really hard.
2: Yeah, I mean that. I, I, you know, I say I'm not sure what it was about her that, you know, that really set things off. Um, in particular, I think it was kind of like it was a tipping point. Right, mm-hmm. she, her story was. Um, a really difficult one to process. And, you know, not for a moment's time do I want to in any way make it seem like I knew her or she was a family member of mine or, or any such closeness. Um, but she represents a lot of of that, you know, of, of that experience for a lot of us. And I think that for myself that tipping point came where it was like I always say once your eyes have opened to something they can never close again Absolutely. and not to imply that I I didn't know or understand of of these experiences or what we you know what we go through as as indigenous people or as indigenous women um but like I said it was it was some somewhat of a tipping point where you know I just I couldn't I couldn't not say anything and I couldn't not you know um mm a part of it in that way it it uh, yeah I don't know my you know my niece is is growing up brown in Winnipeg and 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 my nephew and I I, you know I just want to you know do my best to be a part of change that I want to see for the safety of our young ones that are coming up Mm.
1: uh, uh, in in that in in that regard uh, you have or you you did do some work with uh, I believe going into classrooms and speaking to youth
2: Oh yeah. That's always been a big part of what I do. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think it's, for me, it doesn't just end in making music, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I practice what I preach. I make sure to, to participate in community and, and, and that community is both the indigenous community and the community, you know, sort of at large and, and, you know, participating in, in the education process, right? Like it's, it's one thing to Talk a good talk, and it's another thing to put that to practice and go out and be a part of you know for me anyways to go into the into schools and have chats with um, youth and educators who are are you know at the various stages of learning about these conversations because as you know as as i'm sure we're all aware, our school systems have not in the past been notorious for providing the best um, sense of history in terms of you know like what's happened in Canada mm. and you know there's a lot of shift and change that's been taking place i'm i'm extremely amazed and impressed at at how quickly um i've even seen the change in terms of what what teachers or educators are what information they're providing what you know like what kids already know when i go into schools versus what they did a few years ago and and these sorts of things so there's been huge change we we still have a long way to go but there's huge change in place, and it's, it's wonderful to see, and, and it's you know an honor to be a part of you know, those narratives and, the, and the, those stories.
1: Yeah, that's something you mentioned as an artist as well. You've seen a change over the last number of years and in how, uh, uh, how Indigenous artists are more accepted, they're getting more attention. Hello? Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm here. Uh, so <laughs> um, just wondering if you, if you want to elaborate on that at all.
2: Um on which part like on how, where how indigenous people fit?
1: Well, it's just uh as an artist, um you know, yeah. you've seen you've seen change happen uh in terms of how music indigenous music is being accepted is gaining more attention. You know, uh mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen uh indigenous artists uh with the Polaris Prize in, in a number of years of course uh you know uh, g- gaining that award, So uh it's it's all moving in a in a in a positive way in regard to that in some mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's great you know i think that um I think there's been a huge shift in terms of how indigenous people and artists and musicians and you know the various uh mediums that they express their art are, are being um received by non indigenous community non indigenous people and you know over the last few years there's been a huge shift in that and i think that you know i think part of it is actually i don't have an answer as to why i have no idea <laughs> i'm happy that it's changing and that people are participating in in the way that they are and receiving us in the way that they are why that's happening i you know i don't have a, a an exact understanding but i think you know i think as we as we share our stories and and grow all together you know there's there's an openness that is um evolving and and allowing for that relationship to de- to de- develop
1: right so i wanted to bring it back to uh to your family for a second your dad who um apparently contributes to the inside covers of your albums is he, did he contribute to the the latest one as well uh
2: no no he okay.
1: didn't and and you were saying he he's a visual artist I understand so he has contributed in the past if people look up your your previous albums he's done some work
2: yeah he did the inside covers on both of my prior
1: albums well, that's kind of cool to get your family involved in that way
2: I know it's really nice well one of the pieces so on the fight within um, I have the image actually hanging in my house and it was it was one it was a pencil drawing that he had done um or charcoal, I should say, that he had done when I was a kid. And, you know, like, just a beautiful, beautiful piece. And, and I held on to it for so long. And then I was like, oh, this would actually be a, a great thing to put in, put mm-hmm. in the record. Yeah. Um, you know what? I just realized when we were speaking about shows and everything, I have a very exciting little bit for you, an exciting announcement that we didn't talk about yet. Please. And, yeah, so when we're talking about shows, we actually have a huge one happening, and they're just, we're just announcing it today, at the Mod Club on January 17th.
1: Okay. January 17th. Yep. At the Mod Club. Sweet. All right. Thank you for sharing that. That's great to know. You heard it here first.
2: Yeah. It's a Massey Hall event. <clears throat> okay. And uh, tickets actually go on sale on November 13th on
1: Wednesday. All right. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're yeah. almost out of time, Esque, and it's been wonderful speaking with you. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us. And uh, we s- certainly want to wish you all the best with uh, oh, the future and with uh, the new uh, CD and album that's come out and uh, drops today, you say?
2: It sure does.
1: And people can <laughs> uh, see you. As, now, is Thursday, November 14th in London. Is that the first gig? For that is, yeah. So we yeah.
2: have Thursday, November 14th in London, and then we have January 17th in Toronto.
1: Yeah, all right. That's, That's yeah. great. Well, listen, uh, again, I want to thank you so much. The, the album, if I am going to correctly say this, is Aquasasic. Akwes- Akwes- is that correct? Mm-hmm. Close enough? Acha Kosek. Acha, oh A- sex. Echo thank you. And which is the stars in Cree. And uh we uh look forward to I, I gotta tell you, I really like Breaking Down and Night Danger. I think they're great songs oh. on the album. I love them. And uh and wish you all the best with this and all your continued success and uh you know, uh we need uh, more people uh of your your uh ilk to be coming forward and not only for uh The things that you do, but also for just to get more indigenous music out there. There's great indigenous music happening out there.
2: There, there really is. There's so much, and it's inspiring me every day. And and you know, it's exciting to be a part of you know this wave of change. And and yeah, I'm honored.
1: All right. Well, thanks you once again for joining us. We really appreciate it.
2: Of course. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's this way.
1: That's Isquay joining us uh, on the line. And uh, as she said, you can uh, see her in performance on Thursday, November 14th in London, Ontario at the Aeolian Hall. And uh, you can get tickets online. And uh, she has a new, another gig she just announced. And that is at uh, the Mod Club, January 17th. And so uh, you can find out more. I think she said tickets go on sale on the 13th. So uh, look for that as well. Her new album? Uh, It's called The Stars. I'm not going to try and pronounce it again in Cree, but it's been great having her on the line. And uh, you are listening to Moment of Truth on Element FM. Please don't go away, because we will be right back after this with more. Welcome back to Moment of Truth. You are listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa. And that is 106.5 in Toronto, 95.7 in Ottawa. Or you could also be listening on the Radio Player Canada app anywhere across the country. Type in 106.5, ELMNTFM, or 95.7, ELMNTFM, and you could be listening. As I say, anywhere across the country. I'd like to welcome my second guest to the studio. His name is James Wilson, and he is a an up and coming artist from Six Nations. James, it's a pleasure to have you here on Moment of Truth.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's great. Yeah, it was really nice. Now, James,
1: meeting. I remember seeing you a number of years ago. Uh, I was emceeing an event on Six Nations. It was mm-hmm. for Grand River Employment and Training. Yes, and it was yeah, a yeah, Christmas yeah. party. Yeah, and uh, you came at in at
0: the um, the hotel there. Yeah. Had, yeah, 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 yeah. And you came Amazing. in and you did some songs. Yeah, that was and a long time ago. It was like five years ago or something yeah. like
1: that. And. Uh, and I think you might have done some original material. You did. Yeah, I yeah, did. did. I, I had a
0: couple of original songs back yeah. then. But, um, you
1: did your, your standard Hallelujah, which is, of course. Standard, is a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, my, that's
0: what I'm known for Yeah, usually at my shows. So.
1: And yeah. and then, of course, we saw each other a year ago here in Toronto.
0: Yes, at the IRS's Legacy event at yeah, that's right. Phillips Square.
1: You were performing there, and I introduced you, and I told you about the station. Yes. And at that time. Yeah. And I said we gotta get you on. So it's finally happened a year yeah, later. I'm so but, I'm
0: so happy to be here. Yeah.
1: But listen, a lot has happened for you in the last year. Yes. Yeah. Now I know you're working with, with uh uh Jace. Yep, right? Jace Martin, yeah. And he is he's producing you, I think. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he did, material. he did.
0: We yeah, we just released an album. Um yeah, we uh he came up to me and um Uh, around a time when uh, I was just starting to do a lot of shows and I'm Mm -hmm. not sure how if you see me at a show or what happened but he he messaged me online and he said that there is a grant Ontario Arts Council was giving out grants uh, for songwriters so um, he told me to apply for it he helped me out with that right and then he became he was the producer for the album and we brought some really great musicians on and it was, uh, we recorded at Jucasa Studios on yeah. the Six Nations. Great studio. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> got the old Abbey Road uh, soundboard there. That's right. That's yeah.
1: Yeah, a great spot and and great sound. And some great people have come through there.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, July talk. I think a lot of Juno's, yep. uh, Juno award-winning artists yep. went through there. Too. Arkell's. Arkell's, there. yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And a number of other artists, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. It goes so, so what a great experience that must have been for you.
0: Oh, yeah. Just being in the presence, like just seeing the plaques on the wall of all the great musicians and it's fun. like three days grace was one of my uh mm. my uh big bands that I used to listen mm. to right and they they recorded there they got a Juno uh, uh I think it was Jill she was the the um oh, the engineer the engineer on yeah, the yeah. album right so uh yeah she wanted she got a Juno also yeah yeah so yeah it's it was awesome just working with such great people and being in such a uh, powerful musical environment, yeah. you know?
1: So let's go back five years when I saw you there. Okay. And you were starting, you were starting, how, how long had you been performing at that time?
0: I think I was only like like two years or yeah. something like that because I was trying to figure out how long I've been playing. It's been about eight years now. Okay. So that would have been like two years into playing. I used to play at the lodge on the Six Nations, which was yeah. the, the nursing home. Yeah. Um, and uh, never thought that I'd be actually doing shows like this, right? Mm. But it was just kind of a hobby. It was kind of like my therapy at mm. first. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's come a long way from there, yeah. And I'm just, I'm booked almost every weekend now. That's great. Now, let's,
1: let's go back. You just said something interesting, I think. You said you were using it as therapy or was it your therapy. What did you mean by that?
0: Well... Around when I picked up music, I was kind of like, I was at a point where I was lost. I didn't really have a purpose, it felt like, right? Mm-hmm. And um, my dad was always in the construction telling me to go down this road. And uh, I don't know. I just really looked up to musicians. I remember my grandparents taking me to Toronto to see Derek Miller, yeah. right? And uh, seeing all these artists. And I remember just seeing all the girls just swoo over him <laughs> and just everything. I was like, oh, that must be nice, you know? And um I just like, I don't know. It just seemed like every, all the musicians that I've ever met, they just seemed like so interesting and they just had mm. it together, mm. you know, and they were just free to like, they, they weren't complaining about their job. Like I, like the majority of the people that I was talking to was like, oh, like it's a good job. It makes good money, but I'm not happy doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And every musician I ever met was like, oh, it's a hard road, but you know what? I, I wouldn't change the thing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it, you know, and mm-hmm. that really inspired me because I was looking for something to really pursue, Mm. you know, Mm. like I'm a really driven person. And it's like, if I find something that I love, like I, I put my all into it. So music just so happened to be that, that pursuit that I, I went down.
1: Uh, so take me back to, to a year ago when mm-hmm. you start working with Jace Martin yes. and, uh, he approaches you, he says, Hey, there's this, 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 uh, a chance to, uh, get this grant for songwriting. Yes. Uh, he, he approaches you. Did you guys work on stuff together or he just help you to, uh, to find a, a place to, uh, to get focused and do some, some more stuff on your own?
0: The majority of the song, I actually had all the songs done prior to oh, yeah. meeting Jace. Okay. Um, I, I've been just doing live shows and never really thought about recording. And, uh, um, me and Jace talked a lot that we were, we were going to record a couple songs together and we, we still might in the future, Mm. but I think it was just one of those things where, uh, we needed to send off demos real quick. So we didn't have time to write any songs, but, um, yeah, definitely in the future, we're, we're looking to write some songs together.
1: Now, Jace, of course, is an artist we play here on Element FM. We've got a couple of his songs that we're playing. So, uh. Uh, that's great that that connection has happened. And, of course, Jace is from Six Nations. Yes. Jace is a great guy in, in so many other ways, right? He also has that. And we're going to get him on the show because I've, you know, it's yeah, unfortunate that we awesome, couldn't yeah. uh, work that out today as well. But uh, we look forward to, to getting him on. So tell me a little bit about what has changed for you over the last five years in terms of writing, you know, your own personal growth as well as your musical growth.
0: Yeah, well, for me, uh, I, I also teach on the Six Nations. Oh, yeah? So a lot of my songs... Are evolved like are inspired by working with the youth on the Six Nations. So like um, I there's a song on my album called Tidal Wave, Mm. and the album itself is called Tidal Wave. But basically, what that song is about is uh, a time when I was teaching uh, some of the youth, and I seen them get discouraged, like I can't do this, right? But then they'd watch me on stage, and I could just see that they want to do that so bad. And I kind of seen a little me, Mm. you know, it kind of like brought me back to like where when I first started. To where I am now Mm. and it made me reflect on like how important that journey was you know like I don't know where I would be if I didn't pursue that you know so it like the entirety of the album it was like very inspired by a lot of the youth and a lot of uh, um, just social interactions I've had with different people Mm. you know like just getting in deep conversations and stuff like that so that's where most of my songs come from Mm. it's usually just like a spark of inspiration from, like, a conversation that I had with somebody or even the youth, like, some of my siblings, right? Like, just talking to them about when they're feeling lost or, you know, and, like, just trying to give them guidance as much as I possibly can. And even right now, I'm in school for social working because Mm. I think, I find that um, being in music, like, you're a big influence on your community, Mm. right? So I want to, like, if I had youth come up to me or if I had to uh like I'd be able to actually talk to them properly, you know, and actually help them beyond music, you know, and like kinda guide them in the right direction, you know? Because and I just thought social working was like a really good course to kind of give me that knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting my bachelors in that right now too.
1: Where whereabouts is that? Uh Laurier.
0: Okay. Laurier uh Brantford. Yeah yeah. Laurier Branford. So uh yeah it's it's hard balancing music and that but you know what I'm like like I said before, I'm just really driven to do as much as I possibly can. Music is usually on weekends or right. in the nights, yeah. so it's it just works out. Yeah, great. Yeah.
1: Now you said you're working with youth now. What are you What are you doing?
0: Uh, Music for the Spirit. Okay. It's called um uh it's it's right now I'm not doing it so much like it'll be like some t- like the odd weekend we'll do a show with the youth, but it's mm-hmm. mostly in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And uh just recently we got funded by Music Counts, by mm.
1: C- oh, uh, yeah. CBC, and we yeah, actually yeah. had
0: a, a commercial on the uh on the junos great right which was really awesome and derek miller teaches in it also and um rochelle miller his aunt is the one that actually put it all together and found me and has me teach the youth and it's it's that's probably one of the biggest things i'm doing right now i know it's not all over you know like like a lot lot of people know about it but you know what i feel like i'm putting a lot more into it you know what i mean like and money is not why what i'm in for music you know Mm. it's more i want to inspire the youth mm. i want to make a name for myself in a good way mm. you know not in a way is like oh he has everything he has this i want i want somebody i want a, a kid to become a musician and then one day come up to me and be like it was because of you mm. you know mm-hmm. and that's what I, i'm trying to do mm. with a lot of my music and i think through teaching the youth too i could do that right right
1: Um, now uh to look at you i'd say you're a youth yourself you know i am yeah (laughs) yeah so when you say youth what what kind of ages are Uh, we talking about
0: i think it'd be like about 11 and under Uh that's that's about the range that we're teaching right Right. now and uh yeah it's been it's been it's, it's good like i uh i am really young you know when i when i work with a lot of musicians and stuff like that i'm usually the they they they're just like like oh you're you have pup? a lot to learn <laughs> you have a lot to learn they just like kind of put me on the the side it's like you have a lot to learn boy just watch right 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 and, well, that's okay it's a, yeah you know, nothing wrong with that. that yeah that's you're always learning it's everybody the starts there somewhere yeah yeah
1: take me into this new album tell tell me you said you you know a lot of this ins- is inspired by youth <laughs> or talking to youth yeah but uh is there a theme throughout the uh, the album
0: there is well tidal wave it's Basically, like that tidal wave is uh, like to me, it was like kind of like a metaphor for like an emotion, you know, like a a tidal wave of emotions. Like sometimes I'll be like, I'll try to write a song. I'll try to get inspiration into my music and stuff like that. It just won't come. And then it'll be like at the most random times when I'm in like the darkest places, something will just tell me to write, you know, and I'll sit down. And that's how all these songs came out of, you know, like so. And a lot of it's just about like that energy that music has with me, you know what I mean? Where it's like, sometimes it's, it's, it comes when I least expect it, you know, like that inspiration. And um, yeah, the song Tidal Wave, like I said, it was about the youth, but a lot of the songs, like I actually wrote when I was first starting out to play, like when I was first learning like Hmm. beginners chords on Hmm. guitar, I remember that's right when I started writing songs. Like I have books upon books of songs you know, and it just—it was hard for this album to narrow it down to what songs would actually work mm. on the album, and because um, I'm constantly writing songs, I probably write about a song a week. Mm. So it, it, yeah, it, it was kind of hard to pick which ones were were good for it. Right. But
1: uh, I just want to let everyone know that you're listening to a moment of truth on Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa, one hundred six point five in Toronto, ninety five point seven in Ottawa. And you can also be listening on the Radio Player Canada app if you download the app and uh, type in 106.5 ELMNTFM or 95.7 ELMNTFM, And you could be listening on your choice of Toronto or Ottawa on that Radio Player app. My guest in the studio with me is James Wilson. He's an up-and-coming artist from Six Nations. And it's a pleasure to have him here. I've known him uh, off and on over a number of years. Uh, we've run into each other I've seen him perform a few times and so I'm really happy that he's here because I believe he has a a very exciting sound that he brings and I think your original material speaks to that as well yes Uh, even when I saw you uh, the first time and I heard your material I knew that you had uh, at least from my perspective I heard something there that was original and that I thought uh, there's something that's connecting yeah you know I felt that and I went okay I gotta keep an eye on on this guy so it's great that you're, you're here now Two things I want to ask you about. The first thing is uh, James Wilson. So there's another artist that we know that uh, discovered his his uh, ingenuity uh, from Six Nations. Tom Wilson, are you related at all to Tom Tom Wilson? Wilson. Tom Wilson? No,
0: I don't. I don't think I am. The Wilson (laughs) side is on my my dad's side. My mom's side is the the Mohawk side. Okay. Yeah. My dad is like French and this mm. and that right so right. he's like but um i'm not, I, on my dad's side too there's a lot of music so it, it yeah. definitely could be somewhere there <laughs> right uh, and same on my mom's side a lot of uh like um the singing hills that's what they mm. were known mm. and uh even on the right side mm. uh, my grandma's side there was a lot of singers too right. so yeah.
1: yeah well six nations a lot of uh, music a lot of music up yeah,
0: there. yeah yeah it seems like it yeah it's a small community right like it's like you know one person you end up knowing yeah, yeah. the whole circuit.
1: Uh, you mentioned youth and how you were you, you work with youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, damn it, I forgot what I was going to say about the youth again, but <laughs> we'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, so, what is going on for you now in, in the future? You, you said you're in college. Yes. University. Our you're, university taking, yep, yeah. you're taking this, this course on social uh, social uh, work. Social work. Yeah. Musically, what are you hoping for? What are your aspirations? You've got an album put together now. Yeah. Tidal wave.
0: I'm I'm hoping that eventually on the reserve, I could d- use like s- my social working knowledge and my music to be like kind of like a music therapy type thing. Mm. Right. Work with the youth. And I don't know if I want to be a social worker per se, but I think the knowledge is so important if for working with communities, you know, like things that I would just wouldn't know if I didn't take the course. And um, definitely musically, I, I still want to do shows. I want to I want to put it out, but I, I'm not in this to be a famous musician. I'm not in this to have like a lot, get a lot of money or anything like this. I'm in this to really help, help my people, you know, like help my, like just really be involved Mm. in the community, you know, Mm. because my family's very involved in the community also. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's the way I was brought up, I think too. So I think it, that's, that plays a big part, you know, like just always staying true to my values and uh, never letting like, the music scene, kind of yeah. like corrupt that, you right.
1: know. So with youth, yeah, um, you 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 said you were inspired some by some youth uh, mm-hmm. in the community and from things you've seen, things things you've spoken to the youth about. Of course, Six Nations has has had a lot of yeah. over the last number of years. You yeah, know, some some really big uh, youth issues. Suicide is big, in, yeah, and a yeah. big, issue in the community, right?
0: And that's yeah, that's a big reason why I think music is so important and just arts in general. You know when I when I talk to kids like I, like I know they're going through stuff. You know what I mean. And that's the thing. I think everybody's going through stuff. Like it's a it's a tight knit. Like like, they're if if they're not going through it, somebody in their family's probably going through it. You know. So it's like music, is music or arts are just so important. Something an outlet. You know, because a lot of like. On the reserve, what I've noticed a lot of my friends is, like, they, they don't have access to go downtown, mm. go go out all the time, you know what I mean? They're usually just, like, stuck on the reserve because there's no buses, you know? They're, they might have a taxi service, but it's hard, you know? So, it, like, sometimes when you have that um, that outlet, it kind of gives you something to do with that time, and it gives you... And you could actually you feel like you're putting something out there, you know? And it's... Uh, definitely for me, like I've gone through a lot of stuff too. Right. So it's, it really, really helped me. Like, I think beyond anything, like I've seen social workers, I've seen all these things, but I found just sitting down with a guitar has been the most therapeutic thing for me. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah, And I, and I try to tell that to the kids uh, in a way that they would understand, you know, because right now they don't see the importance that they'll need it one day, you know, the importance of, having that outlet. Mm. But once they actually do reach those hardships, like they're gonna be like, wow, like this is I need this right now, right. you know?
1: And I guess the other thing to, to mention about that is it doesn't necessarily have to be music. It could be, be anything for some people. It could be sports. Yeah. Could be sports, yeah, it could, you know, be, sport, it could, be, could be, be painting, it could be writing. Exactly. It could exactly. Be anything.
0: And that's what I say, you just have to find your little niche, right? Mm. And then you could just you could go right into that, you know? And like that's uh and that's what I tell my siblings too, right? I, like I don't want to force them into music. Mm. I don't want to say music is the only outlet, but I'm just like you. Just have to find what's you, mm. you know. Because I feel like everybody has that that special ability that they just can really excel at, but they just never find it because they don't explore it. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, we've been talking enough, enough an awful lot about music, so why don't mm-hmm. we hear a tune, uh, a song that you wrote? Sure. Uh, I believe you were talking about. Is it Spanish Heart, Spanish, Spanish Eyes, Spanish Eyes, Spanish Eyes? Can you tell me a little bit about what this? What is the song about?
0: So. <laughs> That's the. This is probably the one song that's not inspired by the youth. This is more inspired <laughs> by my girlfriend. That's Spanish, right? When I first heard oh, nice. her, like I, I think the first thing I told her was, uh, "I love your eyes," mm. right? And she says that's the Spanish side yeah, of my right, yeah. Right. So, but yeah, yeah, that's where that song, song came out of. Like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, it's either inspiration by the youth or inspiration from the love life. That's so right. That's,
1: that's, <laughs> uh, that's, Great. So we're gonna yeah. hear uh, Spanish eyes right here on Element FM, and then we'll talk more right after this with James Wilson yes. so here he is playing Spanish Eyes
3: Hold me Spanish Take off our clothes and dance through the night. Work my hands and my feet every day, night. Push me down to my knees and I'll learn to fly. In the end, I pretend to be what you like Till the day you look away with those Spanish eyes Pull me in close Spanish eyes Take off our clothes And dance through the night my faith is strong, I've waited so long, i hold you close. The blame is on you, what else can I do? God only knows. Spanish. Spanish ice. Hold me in close Spanish ice. Take off a clothes And dance through the night
1: James, right nice song, nicely yeah. done. Congratulations on that. And Thank I guess you. that's a song that's on the new album, uh, Title Wave.
0: Yes, yeah, Title Wave is on the new album. It's uh, it's not the main song. I think City Lights was the single that we released first, right? And um, City Lights was uh, the, we thought that it was going to be the, the the best song of the album. We, I I still mm-hmm. think it's one of the like one of the best ones, but mm-hmm. I, it's not one of my favorites. I think Spanish Eyes is probably my favorite. You know that came out of that right. probably because it's the newest song, right? that I've written so far okay, but yeah. um yeah no tidal wave is a really good song too but uh yeah city lights it sounds pretty good we we put most of our money into that one mm. you know
1: and uh and where can people pick up the album and um
0: on all streaming services all so right. it's on uh, apple music yep. uh spotify
1: yeah
0: um i think city lights is on youtube mm-hmm. not the whole album isn't on youtube okay. but um so there's city video with it uh not not a video okay. it's just it's just like a picture and yep. then it has the the, right. the song in the background okay but, um yeah and i have a whole bunch of live videos too i think it was cultivate music did like a, a live session video with me a little while ago and it has my song dream on there mm. and uh yeah so there's a there's a lot of original tunes on youtube
1: right yeah. great So people can check you out. Yeah. Why don't you give us your, uh, you got Facebook, you got uh, your social media.
0: It's hard because my James Wilson is such a common name. (laughs) So it's like trying to uh, be original and everything like that. I write down James Wilson on Google and it's like, there's a doctor, there's a a teacher, there's this and that, you know, if you were going to find me on Instagram, that's where I'm most Mm. active. It would be James Wilson music underscore. Okay. And Facebook, James N Wilson music.
1: All right, yeah. James N Wilson.
0: N Wilson. So my middle and uh, initial N. Yep. Yeah, just to kind of add that unique. Stuff, All right, that's know, great. That, yeah.
1: Uh, well, congratulations on uh, on the new material. Thank you. And congratulations on uh, on being able to uh, try to help youth and and you know the community. Yeah,
0: that's that's my goal right now, you know, and uh, I'm I, I I hope I'm making an impact. That's 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 my hopes, you know. I hope that one day like that. A kid will come up to me and say, like, I did, I, I'm doing shows now, doing mm. this, and it was because of you, mm. you know? And because I do the same thing, a lot of my mentors right now, like, like, Derek, I always tell him, is, like, I used to be, like, just mesmerized. And it was crazy because a couple times I've done, I've sat with him and just hung out. Right. And I'm, like, like, if I was a kid back then, I would be, like, oh, my God, oh my God. Right. oh, my God, you know? But it was... uh. It's 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 awesome, right? Cuz yeah. like everybody's so welcoming. Yeah. And um so supportive. Right. And uh you know, I don't think you get that in most um music communities, right? right? It's a lot of cutthroat type stuff, but on I just find on the reserve it's not like that.
1: Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh are you still working with Jason in any capacity?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. We're doing a show November in St. Catharines. Oh yeah. November 15th in St. Catharines, Friday, okay. November 15th. All right. Yeah, and tomorrow I have a, a show opening for Buffy St. Marie.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Hamilton. Or, yeah. Sorry, it's on Six Nations. On Six Nations yeah, at yeah. The Gathering Place. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, um, yeah uh, Logan Stats is going to be playing yep. there. DJ Shubb. Yeah, yeah. Lacey, Lacey La- Hill. Lacey Hill is yep. going to be playing there. Um, I'm not sure who else is going to be playing, but I'm, I'm really stoked for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What creative what great show, I know. Yeah, Creative Native. Native. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it's a... An organization that Buffy ran, where it's the youth that are putting this together, and it's uh, so amazing. The youth that I like—they're awesome. They're awesome kids that I got to work with already. So. Have
1: you have you met Buffy before?
0: No, <laughs> so I I think my family's a little bit more excited than I am, yeah. just because she's so influent. <laughs> I love Buffy Saint Marie, um, but yeah, she's I she's definitely going to be some something to put on the resume. This show is yeah, going to be something to put on the resume. Sure, right?
1: congratulations on that one. Thank you so and much. And that's coming to you. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's like right on the res. That's great, it's
0: right there. Yeah, no, and usually shows like that are only seen in Toronto. It's it's it was hard because it's such a small venue Mm. that it's like, I I wanted to invite so many of my friends from Toronto, so many friends from Hamilton, and stuff like that. But it was really hard because even just bringing my family in, yeah. um, because fire codes and stuff like oh, that yeah. but I, yeah but it's it's gonna be a really good show i think it's gonna be broadcasted mm-hmm. uh oh, online yeah. cool. there's definitely gonna be videos oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah i'm really stoked for that show though
1: yeah that's great man you should be that's, yeah it's a great gig yeah. for sure
0: just hoping that i stay healthy enough to, to do it right it'll be
1: fine just uh, take care of that throat yeah right? yeah yep. uh, you gotta do
0: throat coat tea that's there where you go that's where you go
1: all right, uh, James. It's been great having you here. Yeah, and, thank and you really so much wanna, for having me. It was nice talking been, to you. Yeah, likewise, and I hope we can have you on again. Uh, make yeah. sure you keep us informed of what's going on. And one hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, again, we look forward to get James uh, sort of get uh, Jason here as well.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so, he was he was going to come today, but I, he was busy. So,
1: yeah, 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 it's unfortunate. But anyway, look. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Been a pleasure to have you here. Wish you all the best in the future, and uh, and congratulations on the album. Thank you so much. All right, right. James Wilson, up and coming artist from Six Nations, singer songwriter. Uh, check him out online at at J. James, all right. James Wilson Music underscore. That's it. And you can uh, you can also download his material on On Spotify, Spotify, Apple
0: Music, YouTube. You can find me on. Write down James N Wilson Music on YouTube, and you'll find all my videos. There you are. There you go. All
1: right, James. Thanks again for coming in, Nyawa, and it's been great having you here. So that's our show for today. Once again, I want to thank uh, our listeners for tuning in and uh, wish you all the best, and we will see you next time right here on Moment of Truth and Element FM. Until then, onagiya.